Welcome to Conversations for Course Creators, a podcast for entrepreneurs who share their expertise with the world through courses. We'll deep dive into online course creation and the topics and products related to courses, including books, virtual summits, coaching programs, and a myriad of training tools available to us today. All right, let's get to it. Welcome to Conversations for Course Creators. My name is Lucas Marino, and today's episode is about integrating courses with coaching programs. Now, I love coaching, and I work with a lot of coaches who have an interest in integrating coursework into their coaching programs or in creating courses as a complementary or parallel product to their existing coaching programs. So if you're a coach and you're interested in launching your own line of courses, well, this episode is right up your alley. And if you're a course creator that's interested in eventually becoming a coach, you're going to benefit greatly from this episode as well. The big thing here is that we want to leverage our courses to better build coaching offers. We can do this in several different ways. The first way is to deliver a foundation to your clients. So you can use coursework to develop foundational knowledge for your clients in your coaching program. This can save you a lot of face time as a coach because you can provide them with on-demand training while they're not in your meetings or sessions, and they can complete that coursework in preparation for your sessions. They can take the time to digest the work at home element of your program, and they can fit it into a time and schedule that fits their life cycle or lifestyle uh, outside of your one-on-one sessions. So it gives the client a lot of flexibility, and it's a twofold benefit for both the coach and the client because the coach doesn't have to spend a lot of their valuable uh, scheduled time with the client coaching on very fundamental knowledge for the program. So you're providing them with a lot of that material in an on-demand format. And they can do this through the delivery of online courses and course material. And your client doesn't have to spend their very limited and valuable time interacting with the coach one-on-one, going over those fundamentals or base knowledge. So they can do that on their own time. And They can spend that critical time that they have face-to-face with you expanding on topics and diving into the details of application and nuance and all of the the uh, personality-influenced elements of their performance. And this is critical because now you're giving more value to the client and the coach extracts more value from the meeting And that is a win for for both the client and the coach. So let's say that week the coach has assigned a course module, maybe some reading and a workbook section that are all embedded in the online course. And so the client would go through that lesson. That material would be completed. They would take the time to do that when they have it available And they would be able to spend some quality time developing answers, thinking through the material and developing feedback to the workbook or lesson questions and answer sections that you've provided them as the coach. 
Then when you meet in the one-on-one sessions, you spend the hour or two scheduled for your meeting working on implementation, deep diving into topics, and really spending time getting to know each other and working with each other's strengths and weaknesses to complement or, sorry, uh, help your client reach the goals that your coaching program has established for them. Now, you can achieve all of that in one week, two weeks, whatever the time period is, but you're achieving all of that between sessions. So you've had a session, then they work offline or on demand, and then the next session is closer for that week's materials, and you've got this period of progress between two coaching sessions where a lot has happened. So although it seems like a lot happening in a short time, and there is a lot happening in a short time, not much of that is face-to-face because the client had time to immerse themselves in coursework, and that reduces the face time with the coach. So that's one benefit. Another benefit is that your courses can provide a way for you to dive deeper into certain topics than you may have the time or space to in your one-on-one coaching sessions or in your group coaching sessions. So let's say you're a content creator and you've launched a coaching program and you've decided that one-on-one sessions uh, with your clients will provide them with the foundational work that I just mentioned putting in courses. And you might be thinking, well, the model you've described to me thus far doesn't really fit with what I've intended for my clients. Well, that's fine. You can actually do the inverse and it works as well. So you can spend time with your clients in the one-on-one sessions, doing the foundational work, discussing the fundamentals, and you can use the coursework to take them to the next level. So this is the opposite of the first example that I provided you. So in the first example, you would do the deep dive into the details in your sessions, and they would learn the fundamentals in the on-demand format. And in this example, the second example, it's the opposite of that. You would use your one-on-one sessions to provide the fundamental discussions and master those fundamentals with your client and then use the on-demand segment of the program, the coursework to drive them into further detail. So you can see where this would be beneficial for multiple types of coaching program formats and Your FaceTime in the second example would be more about preparing them and establishing the foundation and making sure that you've got that established and everything is aligned to a baseline performance before they go off on their own and do the on-demand course segment of the program. So, all right, let's talk about uh, what type of um, benefits you you can derive from having a coaching program that also incorporates uh, coursework. So in your coaching segments, you may spend a lot of time discussing and reviewing material, but you can use a course or on-demand component of of your coaching program to provide them with all different types of formatted material. You can use lessons to deliver workbook sections, to disclose lists of references, text files, 
downloadable PDFs, video content from within your program and from outside of your program that you wish to share with them as external resources. In that case, make sure you provide the appropriate um, uh, credit to the the external source. And you can provide links to other products or other programs that you have. You can use that on-demand segment to point them to other products in your in your portfolio. And there's so much you can do in the on-demand segment of the course or of the program that you wouldn't necessarily naturally do in your one-on-one sessions with them. Okay? So that doesn't mean uh, that you would shift your value away from the one-on-one sessions and, and embed as much of it in the on-demand and, 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 and create this imbalance. It's actually quite the opposite. You use the coursework as an additional product to improve the value of your coaching offer. So you've got the opportunity to provide additional information, additional time for the client to be exposed to your product, additional time with you and your thoughts, but instead of having it in, in life uh, or live presentation, they have it in a recorded or, or written format and it just gives them more of you. So it's actually a way to boost the value of your program in the eyes of the client. It's pretty cool, right? So um, let's talk about let's talk a little bit about perception, right? So your clients may perceive, that this is a core element of your your coaching program. And that's fantastic if you design it that way. You can also intentionally not design it that way and provide coursework as an additional product to your coaching program. So let's say your coaching program stands on its own with or without course content. You can add course content as a value add or as a motivation to choose you over a competitor or to differentiate you from other professional organizations that offer similar coaching programs or even just to improve on what you've previously released as a coach. Let's say you've had a coaching program out there for uh, a certain period of time and it's time to refresh that program or increase its reach or increase its total value. Maybe you're looking to change your price point, whatever the case may be, reach a new audience. You can easily keep your coaching program intact and use course material as an add-on and an additional value and a way for you to leverage new material in your course. And you don't have to do it live. You have time to develop that offline and then present it to your clients in a structured package. So it's really provides you a lot of flexibility as a coach as well, that you don't have to worry about preparing for a specific point of delivery. Like we're meeting on Monday with the group or with the individual, and I have to make sure I can present this material in that session. You don't, you don't have that stress. You can take your time while you're going through regular coaching, develop this additional coursework, package it, launch it properly, include it in your marketing materials, include it as an add-on to existing customers or clients to keep them engaged in your program. And all of these things are bonuses for coaches moving moving products, right? Trying to sell more coaching programs or new coaching programs or just modernizing and revising 
an existing coaching program. Okay. So when your clients perceive that you've improved their experience with you, that's, that's a positive, right? And if a client perceives that you have added content or sorry, you've added value in the form of content they can access and interact with and access later, that's a huge perceived value and add for your client. So this, you know, you can, you can expose your, your, your client to new ways of doing business, new elements of your practice, new elements of your program, all through the addition of structured course material to your coaching program. Pretty cool. Very valuable. If you can focus on putting all of this together the right way and it can help you accelerate results with your clients because they can get a lot more done in a shorter period of time because they're spending a lot of time immersed in the content when you're not available to interact with them. Okay. So even if the course value doesn't necessarily change your coaching program's value from let's say like a price point, let's say you didn't increase your, your price of your, of your offer and it's just additional information. Well, your clients may not be aware of that. They may not have been bought in before you had the course material, or maybe they are existing clients and you now add this to their program free of charge, right? So in other words, the, 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 the point here is you didn't increase the charge on the client, whether they were a new client or an existing client, when you added this material. Well, that's actually a reflection of more value for the dollar, right? So your client would perceive that you are offering them increased value for the same priced experience. It's pretty cool, right? So they may find that as a value differentiator between you and a competitor. And that could be a point toward you when it comes to selecting you as a coach. And then once they get in your program and they experience the value, it affirms their perception of your program and solidifies that and gives them ammunition to recommend you to other friends, family, coworkers, clients, because you're the kind of person that is focused on providing value and not just generating revenue. And that's that's a big win for, for coaches and coaching clients. So as you can see, there's a lot of very logical benefit to combining coursework with a coaching program. And so how do you manage this in your product ladder? So you would want to try and position this between your, your high dollar coaching program and your straight up courses, right? You may just offer the course segment as a standalone on-demand product. You would price that lower than your face-to-face -face coaching program. And so you could fit this in between the two of them as kind of like a hybrid model. And instead of having face-to-face -face coaching one-on-one, -on -one, you can make it a group coaching thing, include the curriculum and the course material. So now you've got a bridge between just providing course and providing one-on-one -on -one consultation. You put dead smack in the middle. You put the course with some group coaching, charge a rate you know that's lower than your one-on-one -on -one coaching and higher than your 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 straight up course by itself and now you've got an additional step or rung on the ladder which is great you know for product product ladder management and we want to make sure that as a coach you're offering courses 
either uh, and you're very clear about this that they're either a supplement or or complementary product or it's a standalone product so if your course is part of your coaching program and you've also priced and sold that course as a standalone product that if you you create that rung or step on the ladder between the two that new program that incorporates a blend of the course and some group coaching that you explicitly state that that course is included in that group coaching program. That's how they really see that value. So you want to make sure that you're focusing on delivering a client experience that is meaningful and more intimate than just say an on-demand course in that case. And I'm saying that for a reason. I think some people may misunderstand how to leverage the relationship between coaching and on-demand content. And they start to shift more of their content to the on-demand platform and reduce their coaching exposure to the client. And that can, that can be dangerous. So if you do put that ladder in place and you do put a blend of course and group coaching together or course and one-on-one coaching together, make sure that you don't water down the coaching element too much here. Uh, despite the attraction to do so, because it's just so convenient for you as a coach to pass the material in an on-demand format. Okay, so we need to also be careful about how much time we're asking a client to devote to the program, especially in phases or terms of a coaching program. So if you have a a month-long phase of your coaching program and you've traditionally had this program as a group coaching or one-on-one coaching format with no course material. And now you start to integrate course material. Now what you're doing is you're increasing the amount of work that your client has to do in your program. So just be conscious of that. Like how much are you asking them to do in the on-demand segment of your course? And don't lose sight of that because they're working on that between your sessions. Now, you can use that as a very valuable tool for you as a coach to keep them on a certain pace of learning and a certain pace of interaction with the material and a certain pace of, of immersion in, in the topic that you're trying to coach them through. You can use that course material and the volume of that course material, how much you develop and the tasks that you associate with those lessons and the assignments that you give them between the sessions, you can use that as a way to create that structured drumbeat or rhythm or immersion pattern with the client between your face-to-face or group coaching sessions. That's a very responsible way of doing that. An irresponsible way is to kind of just try and pack as much as you possibly can into the on-demand platform between sessions forgetting that the client's going to feel obligated to do all that work and you end up overwhelming them between sessions and it becomes unrealistic and it becomes difficult for the client to manage. And that actually can be, can reflect poorly on your, on your structure of your coaching program. So be very, you know, you want to be very explicit in communicating to your, to your client, how much they're going to have to devote between sessions to complete in the course material and then what you expect of them entering the next session. So another, another easy mistake to make is you provide assignments during the on-demand section between sessions, between meeting, and 
You don't clearly communicate that that work has to be done before the next meeting. And then you go into the next meeting expecting that it's been done and you are moving quickly through your program. And meanwhile, the client didn't understand that expectation and they fall behind. And so now they're, it's becoming harder for them to concentrate or keep up with you in the meetings, in the one-on-one or group coaching sessions. And that would be very much detrimental to the point of a coaching program, right? Where you're, you're trying to keep those people progressing quickly, but at an appropriate pace. So you just need to make sure that they understand and you easily communicate what the expectations are for amount of time dedicated to the sessions and amount of work and time that's dedicated to the space between your coaching sessions. And then what you expect them to complete and what those milestones are, when those milestones should occur and uh, how it's integrated with your sessions. So pretty cool stuff. I actually had a coach, sales coach several years ago who integrated coaching and on-demand curriculum in one big package in a very uh, intuitive and successful way. She used the on-demand course in a drip content format, which means she didn't release all of it to me at once. She released a lesson every week. We would meet on Monday. We would talk about what we had co- what I had covered and learned in the on-demand segment of her program in that week leading up to the meeting. And she would review what I had completed. So I would have completed at that point some type of workbook or template or questionnaire that had something to do with the topic and me learning the fundamentals of what she was trying to teach in the on-demand course and then rolling that into implementation in my own business. So I would complete this PDF form and provide it to her. Well, there were times when I was a good student and there were times when I was not a good student. And in the times when I was a good student, I clearly understood that she needed this PDF document with all these pages of feedback from me at a specific time before we met. And I knew that because she told me that. And not only did she tell me that in our last meeting, but she put it in the on-demand curriculum. You need to have this done by, and submitted to your coach by, you know, uh, Saturday morning at 0800 or whatever the case may be. This way she had time to review the material before our next session. And we didn't spend the next session with her going over the material for the first time, trying to think through it and then make recommendations and actions based on that. So in the times when I put her in a bad spot by not turning those files in within that period to give her review, I was actually taking away from her experience with me as a coach, but I was also taking away from my own experience as a client because I wasn't getting the most out of her in those one-on-one sessions when I when I did that. And it would it ultimately created a situation where I extended the coaching program and paid additional funds to do so because I just was unable to keep up because things were just too busy. So that whole case there that I'm expressing, I do that for a very specific reason. I want you to make sure that if you do decide to integrate curriculum into your coaching program in an on-demand out-of-meeting type format, that you have an understanding of how well that person does with that medium. You can track their progress and your program based on their performance in that system. And that you're able to communicate very clearly back and forth 
um, about that progress, about the hurdles, about whether that that client is is ahead or behind or whatever the case is, and that you can adjust accordingly. Uh, in my coach's case, it was very easy for us to communicate, so it didn't really create a uh, any contention, but it did cause me as the client to request to extend the program at cost so that we could both accommodate my craziness at the time with my schedule. Okay, so I just I wanted to give you guys that heads up because that's a that can it's an easy trap to fall into as a client if the program is very intensive, like time and and energy intensive between meetings. And it's something that the coach has to be very aware of because no two clients are the same. And where I struggled, others may have succeeded. And where I succeeded, others may have struggled. And the common, you know, linkage here is the coach itself themselves and their ability to read that and adapt to it. So yeah, expectation management is big. So my last note is uh, from a course creation perspective is that you have to make sure you design the appropriate method of material as well. Some learners do better with video, some do better with audio, some do better with reading. You're going to want to make sure you create the content that is most likely beneficial to your ideal client or your typical client in your program. So I like to mix things up. I like to provide a little bit of something for everybody. Video is fantastic because it does create, even though it's not as good as live one-on-one interaction, it does provide a more personal touch if they can see your face and they can hear your voice. Uh, but you do need to break up that content. So don't abandon typical good curriculum development practice uh, just because you're trying to fit as much into a short period of time as possible. Make sure you're giving your student the appropriate uh, bite-sized chunks of content in the lessons so that they can actually think about and absorb and act on the information you're giving them in a very short period of time. So I tend to say keep it to under 30 minutes. If you can keep it under 20, that's ideal. And if you can break up into short videos, that's fine as long as it doesn't interfere with the delivery of the message. Okay, so these are uh, very valuable things to consider if you're a coach and you're thinking about diversifying your program. If you're thinking about adding milestones, modernizing, updating your course make or your coaching program, integrating two products like you have a coaching program and coursework, you want to put them together and cover a new audience. All of this is very valuable. It can be extremely helpful to you if you need to differentiate in your industry or if you're just trying to reach people at different price points by selling course material separate from your coaching programs. All of this delivery of fundamentals, giving prolonged access to the coursework gives students times to immerse themselves in the material a bit more outside of your sessions. So you can really use the combination of structured curriculum and course development and on-demand delivery with a live coaching component to make a fantastic program for your clients. That's all I've got for today. I appreciate you guys tuning in. And as always, I hope you are safe out there and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Conversations for Course Creators. Please check out merinotraining.com 
to learn more about my private Slack community and the many ways I serve course creators. Be safe out there. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.